je viens. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome one and all to uh, yet another Naked Football Show. Uh, my guest today is indeed a naked virgin in the shape of Mr. Dean Mitchell, at Dino ITFC, is it, on Twitter? That's the one, thank you. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so Dino hasn't been on before, mainly because he lives about 3,000 miles away in uh, near Stansted. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Dino? I'm good, thank you. And I think my good. wife is excited that I'm now a virgin again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much more exciting, I think. Yeah. Um, so how do, you, how do you become a town fan then, Dino? We, before we start going into the, the, the misery of the last couple of games that's, uh, that's caused a sort of a slight meltdown, uh, how did you become a town fan if you live out there? Where yeah. were you actually born? So I was, uh, lived in Onga, in the very sort of west of Essex. Essex, boy. Exactly. And um, it was quite interesting that for some reason our TV picked up Anglia rather than London. And so um, basically all the games we saw was either Ipswich or Norwich on um, the big <laughs> match. Don't swear in no, the studio. Sorry, yeah, them that lot, that lot right at the road. So there's obviously only one, one way to go. It was the blue and white. Um, but I used to go and watch Orient a little bit and it, yeah. was, it was really ironical because um, the season I mainly went was 1978 and they got to the FA Cup semi-final and Ipswich obviously got to the final and I had this big collision course of the team I supported against the team I watched could play at Wembley and I guess it's quite ironical this because um, John Jackson, the goalkeeper of Leighton Orient, he died this week. Yeah, he, he played, did. Yeah, He played one game for us but he was a fantastic goalkeeper, really unassuming and he was one of the main reasons they got to the semi-final against Arsenal and then um, bizarrely Ipswich drew late in Orient the next season in 79 and I went to the game at Orient and saw all the fans and everything and that was it <laughs> hooked <laughs> yeah it is like that isn't it yeah someone asked us two of us the last week's guests uh, asked how we got into football it's the same sort of thing you just get hooked don't you always drag down in the middle of the night it seemed like that to me as a kid and it was raining and drizzly and I didn't want to go I didn't even know what shape of football was I think you might have heard it last week and then suddenly got to the stand up the steps yeah. bright lights green pitch coloured people you're not coloured people I mean coloured <laughs> shirts and and, and, I, and the smells and the noise I was just completely hooked I thought oh wow so as I said I've blamed my granddad ever since cursed him <laughs> <laughs> my parents didn't like football really so I never was brought to Ipswich I had, I had to wait until I could pass my driving test in about 82 oh, really? the first thing I did I, I remember I passed in sort of August and I can go to Ipswich and yeah. I've hardly missed a game really since then I've just been hooked in it it's such a nice area nice people it's, it's always really friendly in the ground and everything it's just a nice experience coming so you never it, felt like moving here we're thinking of it. How oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, my cousin's just moved to Stowmarket actually. So yeah, my wife is really keen to move. So, is she? Yeah, so I think I think it's something we we will do in time. We are definitely we moved from Onga, we moved to Chelmsford, and then we moved to near Braintree, and we're moving. So you're getting here. You're time. getting yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, slowly. But so slowly. whereabouts do you actually work? What, what what town do you work in, or do you can you work from home? Yeah, I work from home pretty oh, much. Right. But yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> Do you want to go and, and start talking about the football or should we just finish now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's been a really good season, hasn't it? I mean, you think where he was 18 months, two years ago, it was, it was you, you came because 
you came, didn't you? But now it's really entertaining. Yeah, I, I've always said, I mean, I've, I've loved it simply because the day out, you meet your mates, you have a few beers, and sometimes when you go away, you, you meet different people and you see different places, and, and usually the football is an excuse, but now you, it's back to the football being a reason again, which is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, Kieran McKenna obviously has done such a great job, and I think I was like you, I was very pro four four two. really wanted Norwood in the team and, and really believed that that's the way we had to go. But he sort of turned it with the way he plays those number 10s in Chaplin, Harness, Saluko. Mm. I think we can now see the value of that. And he said something really interesting the other day that I hadn't really grasped, that some of the fans, they get really edgy when we're passing the ball in defence all the time yeah. between the defenders and goalkeeper. But he said that stops the momentum of the other team, keeping that ball there and they can't get any pressure up on us. And I think it really, really dawned on me. That's so true. He does speak a lot of sense, possibly more sense than I've heard anyone for, since Bobby Robson, I would have thought, possibly. Absolutely. Yeah, you can see why the players believe in him, can't yeah. they? want to play for him. Yeah, and the things you don't think of, you know, like you were just saying, you, know, yeah, you think it's just to sort of... Uh, bring the other team forward so you can launch attacks and things but it's not always like that is it no and then he he tries to buy that space doesn't he between yeah. the defence the midfield and the defence yeah. when the teams aren't parking the bus like lately and it's, it's been really successful and it's really good to watch I mean the Luco you know at Lincoln I mean some of the things he does was, it was fantastic oh I know when he went down the down up the Ipswich at the Ipswich end when he went past a couple of players he put it pretty through someone's legs didn't yeah, he yeah he got right to the byline and it's just like what do you want to watch isn't it yeah. it's like proper football back and we all went because we had to go for a long time and now we want to go because we want to go yeah. there's real excitement and yeah. you can see and now you can't always go because everyone's got tickets now and it's, just... well, it's fantastic though isn't it, it that's is, what we it want is, isn't yeah. it we've all got our mojo yeah. back haven't we yeah. Yeah. Like, it's brilliant Long yeah. may it continue. Absolutely. We should sign someone called Mojo. That would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> now, you went to the last three games, didn't you? I went to the Portsmouth game. I wasn't allowed to go to the Lincoln game. Well, of course I was, but I thought probably best not to. Um, what did you What did you make of them? Um, Portsmouth, I think we would have won if they hadn't scored in the first minute with that free kick. I think that really lifted them. It's obvious they don't like us because, I mean, they celebrated that goal like they'd won the FA Cup all down the other end and... Yeah, we. I thought we played all right. Um, we was a bit rusty in places, but we could we could have come out of there quite easily with a win. I think you can see the Cowleys are nice people. I know the Ipswich fans are not always that keen on them, but they, they had the interest of Portsmouth at heart. But they're just too negative. And I think how can you set your team up to defend at home? And you know when it got to the five minutes went up, for, they they didn't even get an hour half in those five no, minutes, I know. and I know. their fans were expecting them to attack. So mm. you can sort of see why why it's gone wrong there. And then Lincoln, Lincoln was a really strange atmosphere. Actually, Karen, my wife, would come to me. We were both in the car. We were quite nervous because of what's happened with Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday. And I think you could see it, sense that in the crowd. And everyone's looking at their phones and can see that Sheffield Wednesday got scoring goal Five, after goal. Yeah. Derby was scoring goal after goal. Yeah. And, you know, we had the, some good attacks. And when Wolfen didn't hit the post, I actually said, like, it's, what is it with us? It's like, it's almost not meant, meant to be. Yeah. And, you know, I guess... Coming out with a draw in the end, well, somewhere through that second half, you'd have taken that because it got desperate, didn't it? But you know, once again, the refereeing wasn't very good, was it? I mean, how he found that that penalty from everything that was going on in every oh, corner. Yeah. And I know he warned Kane Vincent Young, so he was a bit naive, wasn't he, to yeah. carry on doing it? But really, yeah, some of the penalties I mean, we've not he, had this season. He was looking to even it up, wasn't he? I think, yeah. and that's the problem. And yeah. something that we we do see. I know. I, I'm sure every club says that, or every fan of every club. But you do. We do seem to be on the wrong end of things at the moment, don't we? 
Well, yeah, know. and it doesn't even itself out, really, does it? No. I don't think. You, you, um, well, it hasn't yet, but no. you know, we've got half a season. You've got to hope. No, we'll roll on Plymouth. That's going to be the game, isn't it? That's going to. Be well, that's going to be a cracking game. It's going to be hard work, isn't it? I think. Um, yeah, just play like we did against them last season. Don't let them give them any yeah. time, no space, and we got through that quite comfortably. We. We've gone from that, we could never beat a top six team, could we? We no. beat all the bottom teams. We seem to reverse that now that we seem really comfortable against the, the top teams, but the, the lower teams parking the bus, we, we, we seem to struggle against. And it, I don't know if it's me, but it just seems like we are everyone's cup final. I don't see the, the other teams talking yeah. about Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth with the same no. intent to win. It's, it's, yeah, let's just hope it's not going to be an ending frustration. I think uh, maybe this, this week the cup weekend or a blank weekend as I call it is probably a good thing don't you yeah and we don't want to replay do we oh my lord no, <laughs> just no. win just, or lose whatever happens but what I, guess, I guess if we didn't have Plymouth the next week we probably we would be feeling a bit more yeah it'd be quite good to win but you've got Plymouth in the back of your mind of injuries or suspensions or something don't you so it'd be interesting to see what team he picks next week wouldn't yeah, it yeah yeah but uh, I'm guessing he'll give players that uh I suppose people like Evans and the players that need to keep, uh, you know, the people that have been only just come back, Luco maybe getting full games. Yeah, I'd like to see I had me given the game as well. Yeah. He's already had a chance here. It's unfortunate he was suspended, yeah. wasn't it, for the pizza games and couldn't play in them. But I think we need to see what he's all about because if we don't get another forward, he we, we need we need him to be playing and contributing. Yeah. While you're on the subject, do you think we need another forward? I mean, there's a there's two schools of thought in this camp at the moment, isn't there? That there's there's almost which you alluded to about uh, having uh, the chaplain lying behind and things like that, and Aluko. Do we actually need a say a Norwood figure, or and that's the one side, and there's the other side that says we need a Norwood figure or someone like that who can put the ball in the net when it is fizzing across the goal and people are missing it and. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do yeah, we? I, I think I think we need another forward, but I'd like to see a younger player like John Jules because I think he yeah. worked quite well for us, and he's running around gave players like the Dapo. Then we didn't have to play them all the time, gave them a bit of a rest. And I think the way Kieran McKenna plays with the, the intensity of the pressing, the players are going to get tired. So we need players to fit, come in and out of the team to do that. I'd like another number ten. I think when Harness and Aluko were out, it was really obvious we were struggling. So I, I really like that Poku at Peterborough. I thought he played really well against us. He was quite lively. Um, I think a, a signal of intent would be to go and get Collins from Bristol Rovers. I think he's really doing very well. So let's get someone like Marcus Stewart was doing really well at the time. Get them to come and play when they're the top of the form. Don't wait to the end of the season. But I, I really think the position we're in, we need players that are championship standard. There's no point just getting players just to cover for the, to the end no. of the season. We've got to be positive and find some more Sam Walsies that <laughs> well talking of that midfielder we're talking of Taylor from Peterborough aren't they which yeah. seems to have legs as, uh, as yeah I think he said. would be good I've had a few people say to me he's really good he is but then you've got poor old Cameron Humphreys I mean I thought he would play superbly when he came on the yeah, other day he's very creative isn't in he? that position slightly yeah. forward of where he normally plays and then you know obviously we've got Evans and Morsey but Morsey will miss every every other game through being suspended Evans you, and you've also got El Mazzuni, haven't you? It's going back yeah, to Orion. I know, and he's doing really well for them. He's, he's been man doing, of the match the last few games. Exactly, so, you know, is that just going to put people further back down the pecking order if we sign someone like Taylor? And, or yeah, should well, we just do it like you said? Well, if Taylor is championship standard, then we should go for him. I think with Humphreys, he can't sustain it 
for the rest of the season. I think he can come in and help us at times. I think yeah. he's brilliant. And we don't want to say anything negative about him. But he did get a bit tired, didn't he, in some of the games over Christmas. And so I think I think we need someone a bit more solid than him to get us through this period. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but Plymouth have got quite a hard run of games now. And ours is not easy either. But if Plymouth get through the next few games, the, the running is not too bad. We're yeah. a bit of a peak ahead. So we've got to get some points now. We mustn't, we mustn't get too, too far behind. One um, thing I was going to say was Christmas unfortunate. We had three away games and one home. Yeah. And everyone else had three home games and one, one away, away game. And that's where they've got their momentum from. Yes. So hopefully that's going to turn its way around. You know, as we go through the season, we'll, we'll we'll get a good run again and get us get ourselves. Although our minutes. away record has been better than our home record up until yeah. recently, hasn't it? That's the thing, yeah. and people will come and sit back. You'd hope that people like Plymouth or teams like Plymouth wouldn't. No, well, I think Wickham was the first team to really. Uh, Morecambe, they were quite negative, yeah, right yeah, but yeah. most teams have tried to have a go against us. Yeah, and it just seems now that everyone's sort of cottoned on that they must park the bus against us. But you know, in any of them games, if we can get an early goal, then that puts the home fans. At, unease doesn't it and that's what we've got to use really yeah talking of Wickham he says trying playing on words here um, Connor Wickham out of contract I know there I wouldn't but you, your um, thoughts I'm, I don't think we should go back I think the one thing we've learned under Ashton and uh, McKenna is they sign players that we're not really expecting mm. and most of them have been pretty good for us yeah and I think that that that's what we need they've obviously got a big um, big recruitment area within the club now which we never had before and yeah, they may come in and do a job, but I mean, people talking about Marriott. I mean, seriously, he no. wasn't very good for Peterborough. Just don't go back, go forwards. And same with Macaulay Bond, you know, fantastic. He loves Ipswich. Thank you for what you did for us. But we need, we need to move forwards. I don't think Wickham is is the sort of town player that he, that, that McKenna would want. No. Is he? he's, he's not. He's more your stand there target man, isn't he? Which McKenna doesn't really play with the target man. Yeah, I'm not such, too sure he? about. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Clark, Johnson, Clark Harris at, um, oh, right, at yeah. Peterborough. Either when we played against them, I mean, he does sort of score, but he's not very mobile. And you know, mm. if people are not happy with Ladapo and the effort he puts in, he's a lot more mobile than he is. And we need that one up front who who can defend from the front and. And, and bring the number 10s into play, and I'm not too sure about him. Mm. Might be the, proven wrong. <laughs> the depot, do you think he lacks um, the sharpness in front of goal? I mean, he, I know he scored a few, and he, he you know, he's, he's, a, he's, as you say, he's a very mobile player. But yeah, does I he, think, do you think, I mean, there's a couple he missed against Lincoln that you think, yeah. going back to a, a Norwood or a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, you know... I think, I think Norwood would... We, I, obviously, something must have happened with him, outside of football but because why get rid of a goal scorer he, he would have been yeah, a good no. option he wasn't the highest wages probably and Ladapo does put a lot of effort in I really noticed it against Wickham in the second half mm. when they was playing in front of us he was really really running and getting into good areas but then because he's picking the ball up a bit deeper there's no one running on past him and then everyone's yeah. like oh we've crossed it and where's Ladapo well he's the person who set it up in the first place I mean yeah after Lincoln, I just couldn't look at social media. Sometimes it just goes completely over the top, doesn't it? It's just, it's just oh yes, I mean, away from it. always send they send the the all the uh, emergency vehicles to uh, those were the days, don't they? Yeah. Um, to to clean up all the the, the mess that's uh, taking place, the fires and stuff, uh, as the forum catches fire. Um, tweets and emails, etc. Right, this is from Tim. All right, this is from Tim Kenny. Um, the Vulture, as he's otherwise known. Hello, Vulture. My missive contains three words. Everyone calm down. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> yeah. in a great position. The team are playing really well. 
let's move forwards as one, let's not moan. I couldn't believe it at Portsmouth. There was someone two rows behind who was moaning about Morsi the whole game. Who <laughs> was? A fan someone was moaning about Morsi the whole game. Why do we have to pass everything from Morsi? Why is it all about Morsi? He's, he's really slows us down. He's not good enough. It's like... It's, isn't it funny? That's that's the problem, isn't it? Everyone sees a different game. Yeah, but he's been fantastic for us, hasn't he? Absolutely. I mean, you can give the ball to Morsey and you know you're very unlikely to lose it, and and then players can move in if t- yeah. T- t- oh, yeah. He drives yeah. us forward, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And oh yeah, he's a great player, isn't he? Uh, Mullet, hello Mullet. I love Sam Morsey. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coincidence. Did Wednesday winning by five make our result feel even worse? I think so. You sort of alluded to that. It definitely you? made the fans nervous seeing those goals going in and knowing we wasn't winning. Yeah. We weren't as noisy as normal and you could just sense the tension between between all the fans, you know. It was like, oh, what's going on? We need to score. Sometimes the, the fans, the, the the noise or the lack of noise does rub off on the players. But I think... It, um, McKenna alluded to it at Charlton, didn't Absolutely. he? He said that the, the players were swept away with the vans and vice versa. And you can't blame them, really, can you? just forgot, yeah. I mean, it was really noisy at Charlton yeah. and the fans, and it was in our end, we scored. And I yeah. always remember Wolfenden jumped up into the crowd and it was like, everyone's saying, go back, go back. Yeah, but and then, it's part yeah. of the game, isn't it? Yeah, we but they could passion. easily have just sat on the ball and, and you know gone backwards and they didn't. They just kept... No, there is an expectation with the Ipswich fans and Ipswich, isn't it? We have yeah. to entertain and go forward at all times. Maybe sometimes just get out of there with a point and just, just now like people a bit more professional sometimes, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Hit the row and hit it into row Z and all that stuff. Daryl, do you take your Christmas... Oh, Jesus. He comes from the US of A. What do you expect? He doesn't even know what shape of football is. Do you take your Christmas tree down on January the 1st or leave it up until town's first signing? That's an interesting it's, one. It's come down in our house. But Is it? I, I can understand why he would do that. Let's hope there's one around the corner quite quickly because I think the thing under Marcus Evans, we always sign players on transfer deadline day. It was always late. And I think under um, the regime now, they've been very good at getting players in quickly. So let's hope someone's... I think I think it'd be really good to have an injection of blood for Plymouth. To give but we're four days in, they know nothing's happened. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> someone will come. And someone will moan as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, slower ball. Good evening, the ba- the the Beano. Good evening, the Dino. Love the show. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Beano. Oh yeah, that's my name. Can be, I suppose. If we are going through a blip, given our record over the last few years, it's a relatively good one. Still very much in contention. Only three games lost, albeit far too many draws. Good crowds, decent football, and with the expectation of an active transfer window, lots to like. However, I should have had some music for that. A slower ball, however, yes. Does the panel agree that our failure to break down a 10-man mid-table Lincoln was due to our predictable and sometimes pedestrian approach play and lack of invention and clinicality, that'll be the word of the day, in front of goal? We seem frightened to have a shot sometimes, particularly from distance. Perhaps we don't have the quality, question mark. Aluko was player of the match for me. Best football at the club. I think I can agree there. Do you agree there? Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic. Um, at least our FA Cup dream is still alive. <laughs> oh, God. Awaits GB to refer to 81. Yeah, I always think 81 cost us the league. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Bobby Petter. Thank you. Slower ball. Yeah, so our failure to break down. Uh, are we becoming... Predictable lack of invention, clinicality in front of goal. Is yeah, that going to cost us, do you think? We do seem to pass the ball sideways in front of the defence, don't we? We go from one side to the other. Yep. 
And some of the crossing isn't the best. I think Wes Burns, as much as I love him, sometimes he's, he hits it across very hard and not always that accurately. And I think it's, that that could be something that we could get better at. But, you know, to be fair to McKenna, he's worked out our weaknesses. I mean, where I see it, we always just think we'll never score from a corner. And this season we've scored more corners than and, everyone. And so he knows kicks, our yeah. weaknesses. So let's let's well he knows exactly what we need he does yeah super kieran mckenna yes kieran mckenna um seems frightened to have a shot do you think that's uh the only one that does is morsey but he always has that same low skimming shot doesn't he which which paid off in the end yeah with when um chaplin scored scored at portsmouth Portsmouth. yeah 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 some of the others maybe need to step up a bit more with that aluko best player at the club do you think i think most skillful yeah, him and Morsi have both got this turning circle that no one seems to be able to break up, do they? Once they get it, no one, no one can. No, Morsi the makes the game strong. look as though anyone can do it, doesn't he? I'll yeah. get the ball, and if, if I'm if I'm someone in front of me, I'll just turn around and go the other way. You think, oh God, that sounds so easy, doesn't it? Just... I guess the weakness of Aluko, he doesn't score very often. He got them no. two at Cambridge, didn't he? he hasn't really yeah. scored many since then, so maybe he needs to shoot more. Yeah, although Morsi's he's one of the few that can make a goal without having to go yeah, um, across, to across the edge of the box. Yeah, yeah he he's is. a very clever player. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think Humphreys, um, he always looks to pay the ball forward if he can, doesn't he? Um, you know. Yeah, he, and he plays that blind pass that um, Andre Dessel used to play. Yes, he's exactly. He's a lot more mobile. Very Dizelle, similar, I he? thought, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one for the future, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, FA Cup, you interested in that? Going. Um, You're going, are you? Just don't want to, like I said, don't want to replay. Um, let, let, let's see what happens I, I'm always inspired because we might get the lot up the road in the next round and that would be worthwhile then wouldn't it? yeah but would it I mean are they going to feel the full strength side no are but we? it's a day out isn't it and what well, like, you mean if we're away you think we'd, yeah, you hope we'd be from, away from a fan's perspective it's a good day out but yeah the, the football in the FA Cup's not the greatest is it really not anymore ever since well I suppose no, it's it, sad, I, it? I suppose it's since the day United decided they didn't want to play in it <laughs> yeah right so um Plymouth coming up, we'll go to that, and then you went to see um, Phoenix Rising, didn't you? I did, Do you want yeah. to do that first and end okay. with Plymouth? Yeah, so um, it was quite an interesting experience going there. Um, I had a COVID-delayed holiday, I went with a couple of friends, um, and we happened to be in Phoenix on a Saturday night, and I just looked up on the flight up, ah, oh, Phoenix are at home on the Saturday, Ooh. and I looked where we were staying in Phoenix, and it was 10 minutes down the road, so really? I got to go. So I went, um, went on the Twitter site for Phoenix Rising and said, oh, I'm coming to the game. And they all got really excited. So, yeah, we look forward to seeing you. And then this one guy said, I'll meet you under the scoreboard. Um, he said, I really want to meet you. He said, I'll wear an Ipswich shirt. He said, make sure you wear your Ipswich shirt. So um, I got out of the car and everyone was calling me the Ipswich guy. Mm-hmm. Like the car park. Everyone, You're the Ipswich guy. You're the Ipswich guy. Yeah. That's better than Scammer, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But they all knew about us, yeah. which was really good. It was a really good link. And anyway, so I met this guy under the scoreboard um and um he was talking about kieran this and mark this and i had to say to him afterward like who are you and it turned out he was mark steed who's sort of come to problems oh, right. now yeah but no one had really he- heard of him then as part of it and he was explaining about how he manages the pension fund and how it all came about and it was a really good experience um the stadium was quite good it holds about eighteen thousand. um 
And then they have one end behind the goal where they have all their ultras who are all sort of Mexican. Yeah. And they're insisting I go behind the goal with them. But at the first half, I just wanted to watch it. So I watched the, I watched it from the halfway line and um, sat with some families. And they all knew about Ipswich. So oh, we used to support Tottenham, Man United. We all support Ipswich now. Oh, everyone wanted a selfie it? with you. And then the second half, we plucked the courage up to go in with the, um, the ultras. Because they had like a 10-piece band. And every time they score, they throw beer everywhere, let flares off. And... Tijuana brass. Yeah, yeah no, it's great. It was a yeah. really good experience. They were really pleased that I'd gone and made the effort. And But the worrying thing is they haven't done very well since then. I think they finished 10th out of 13 teams and the owners don't seem to talk about them anymore. So a bit, bit of a concern. You there. didn't meet the owners while you were there? No. Well, I guess Mark Steed is part oh, of the yeah, ownership yeah. group, yeah. isn't it? To be fair, one of them actually, my wife contacted them and said, oh, my husband's coming and he actually got us a couple of free tickets. I think oh, it was Brett Johnson. Nice. He, so that was quite nice of him to do that. Um, so yeah, it was a really good experience. I'd love to go back. I can see you might go back uh, fairly soon. I'm guessing hearing sort of on the grapevine about them trying to get a tour into America and uh, I'm sure that would figure, wouldn't uh, it? Yeah, and everyone think? wanted my shirt. They were all really <coughs> frustrated that they don't sell Ipswich shirts in the club shop. Oh, right. Yeah, so... Well, there I, you go, just get in touch. No, exactly, yeah. I would have taken some with me if I'd have known, but, yeah, it was, it was a really good experience. I'm really pleased I went and could see what the owners have put into Phoenix Rising. And, um, yeah, I can't wait I can't wait to go back there, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, well maybe next season we'll see. If this is <laughs> exactly, pre-season, pre-season, pre-season tour. tour. Um, Plymouth, what do you think? Yeah, well, we won't count Rotherham. We'll go no, straight to yeah, the well, I mean, just, You've got 30 seconds, that's all, Dino. So you can talk about the let, team and the result. Let's go for it. Leave no no stone unturned. Go for it. Put them on the back foot and we'll win. Yeah? I think so. 2-1, something like that. And I think Whitaker could be a big loss for them and mentally and all of Will that. Will we have a another signed player by then? Yeah, I hope it's Collins from Bristol Rovers. I think he'd be a really good player for us. Give us a lot of momentum. <sighs> okay. We'll see what happens, Dean. Thank you ever so much. Thank you, everyone, for your emails, tweets, etc. Till next week, take care. Bye-bye.